Hello, my name is Jan Zerfeld from Panzerballett and you're listening to the Procast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast and with me in the new Stuis studio here in Munich is Jan Zierfeld from Panzerballett and it's great to see you Jan because uh, it's been a while since we've seen each other. Um, I had the, the pleasure to see Panzerballett playing live a lot of times between maybe 2016 and uh, or 2005 no 2012 and uh, 17 or something um way more than 20 times i guess uh in a lot of different uh, venues in munich and also in stuttgart and nuremberg at the generation Prague festival uh but the last years somehow i didn't manage to go to the to the uh Panzerballet concerts anymore or those that were taking place I, I didn't manage to go there but uh, yeah Panzerballet will have another album out or have another album uh, called Planet Z and yeah now I'm talking all the time but we want to uh, uh, yeah hear how you're doing Jan I'm pretty good actually and I think haven't weren't you there before in the audience like before 2012 you were already i i, I remember you from before right um i i, I was uh pulling up the the Panzerblatt um website here and i was trying to 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 figure out my first uh Panzerblatt gig uh we've been around since 2004 and and uh i moved to munich in 2000 eight right okay. so um maybe from 2010 but yeah of course a lot of times at the jazz club unterfahrt also in the in the jazz club of the the bayerische hof which is of right. course really fancy uh, but also in the backstage in in uh, munich uh, in stuttgart in the jazz club bigs where, yeah. where there i was at two concerts ever in the jazz club bigs in stuttgart once was one was possible and the other one was Alan Holdsworth. Oh, nice! <laughs> that was two thousand nine. So, so. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. I, uh, it's been a long time, and as I said, I have seen you guys a lot of times. But yes, yeah, somehow the last years, I I didn't manage to to go to one of your concerts. Actually, you have some of some concerts. Um, for this new album announced in Germany and Austria, I think. Um, Switzerland. Switzerland. Ah, close enough. <laughs> and um, it's all what's left. It it was planned to play in 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 Prague, but that was cancelled a couple of days ago because of the restrictions. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's 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 amazing that uh, you can. These dates are going forward anyway. Yeah, um, we we planned uh, to do three weeks, but uh, that was before COVID, and and I was in the like in the middle of booking of that process, and I thought, well, now I have thirteen shows booked, and I need uh, at least five more, and it ended up COVID came, 
uh, and it ended up fi being five less. So it's we're <laughs> down to eight shows now. But I think that's what it will be yeah, eventually. Yeah, it's better better than nothing. And I think we here in Germany are quite lucky that um, concerts are going forward again. Um, before we dive into the new album, um, we have a little section that we like to call What's in your Walkman? So I would like uh, to ask you, Jan, what have you been listening to lately? Anything new stuff that blew your mind or also old stuff? Whatever you, you've been listening to lately to put into the playlist for our listeners. I've been listening to Sungazer lately. That's Adam Neely's band. I discovered them when I was at NAMM show in L.A., and they played uh, at, at the venue in LA. So I, and, and it was very spontaneous. I went there and I was uh, very surprised or it, it was very, um, how to say, uh, inspiring. And, and, and the Adam's uh, concept is awesome. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing live act as well. So I, I'm, I'm, I think there is hope uh, in the future of music if you listen to <laughs> bands like this yeah um bands like this A adam neely it, i'm i'm kind of waiting for 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 uh something in my memory to kick in but but uh the name is not that familiar okay maybe he's, you can you he's can, a youtuber he i think ah, he's new york based yes yes he has now 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 i made the connection Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, all right, that uh, so sounds really intriguing. Um, I've been listening to some uh, some other jazzy prog stuff in this week because I'm also interviewing um, Derek Sherinian this week. So this is kind of the, the, the prog cast jazz week. Um, and the, the two bands that would have fit with Pansable the most, I already mentioned in some, some episodes earlier, um, that would have been Earth's Yellow Sun and uh, another German band, which name uh, eludes me now. Um, maybe I will come back to that later. But um, yes, one of the guests on the new Pansable album is uh, Marco Minimann. Uh, who is uh, known for his drum prowess, of course, and uh, that reminded me that I really like the Pitts Miniman project he did with uh, the keyboarder Jimmy Pitts and uh, a Fountainhead Berlin-based uh, guitarist and producer, and I really like that album Psychic Planetarium from 2016, and I'm gonna put this song Imaginary Numbers from that album, and a year later, there was the, um, an album from a project called Nova Collective with uh, people from Haken and Between the Buried and Me and uh, Cynic, I think, the drummer, um, collaborating. And that was a really cool album called The Further Side. And I'm going to put the song Dancing Machines from that album. And I hope we're going to see another album from that project as well. And in 2018, the keyboarder Vikram Shankar uh, put out his solo project, more or less, uh, Lux Terminus, um, mostly also instrumental. 
uh, Prog Fusion stuff. And uh, the album was called The Courage to Be and the song Electro Communion is just like some cool stuff. That's going to be all in the playlist, plus uh, a Panzerblatt best off, of course. But now, um, of course, we want to uh, know all about the new Panzerblatt album, Planet Z. Um, yeah, how was the the recording and production process for this album? Was it different to the previous ones? Yeah, it was different. It's a different album um, in several ways. Um, the The main difference is that we have several drummers on it. So up to that point, there was only one dr drummer. It was Sebastian Lanzer, but uh, Sebastian and me, we uh, decided to take a break because he, uh, Obscura, uh, they, uh, he played with them. He used to play with them and <laughs> it was very busy with them and also uh, wanted to do a solo project. And we decided, oh, let's take a break. And um, I thought that this is an opportunity to work with other drummers that I always wanted to work with. So <laughs> several drummers, I thought, well, well, maybe not one or two, maybe let's let's do five drummers or six maybe. And uh, it ended up with all these great drummers. And uh, of course, every drummer had to record himself. It was impossible to get everyone to come here and record at the studio as we used to do it. Um, Everyone had his own studio or whatever uh, home studio set up. And um, that was the main difference, I would say. Everything else was um, pretty similar. So <laughs> I, I recorded the guitars as, as on the last albums, everything at home. And, uh, and I also played bass this time and, um, and well, the saxophone players, there are also guests. Uh, they they also recorded themselves. So it was basically uh, something homemade. Not, not, <laughs> uh, it was only one track was recorded in the studio where it was mixed. Uh, there was um, Michael Lutzeyer on No One Is Flying The Plane. He improvised the solo uh, in the studio. But that was the only thing um, that was actual studio recording at the studio. Um, <laughs> And um, I mean, for for those who don't know Panzerballet, you guys are known to take uh, well-known songs, be it from the pop world, from the metal or rock world, or from the jazz world, and make them crazy. Um, but you also had the occasional um, original song as well. Uh, how's it looking on the new album? Is there uh, more... Uh, crazy cover versions or more original stuff or uh, what can we expect it will be more original stuff but it's uh the majority of tracks is not composed by myself it's um by other composers who wrote something for panzer ballet and uh <laughs> several composers and um some of them already did like martin meyerhofer he 
he, he um, composed, he used to, it was in back in 2009, he composed a Bird Wild Web and he composed Frantic Nerve Song Massacre on Breaking Brain and now that's his third contribution. But there are also other very, um, very uh, top-notch composers, I would say, who, who um, I got to know or who approached me about this uh, during uh, in the last couple of years and uh, I, I collected all uh, ideas of them and when it was time to to do the next album I came back to it and um, worked on what they gave me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had to rearrange some some stuff um, because some some of it was not yet some of it was not yet there uh, where I wanted it, but um, on others, uh, I have a I have a former student I'm, I'm teaching at the Pop Academy, and uh, I gave him a homework. Um, <laughs> I, um, it was about what I like. My my favorite homework is giving them the stereo funk uh, interlocking stereo funk verzahnung. That's my favorite. A homework they I show them an example and they have to do their own and he came up with something awesome <laughs> uh, it was so good I thought wow that guy is has awesome ideas so I told him if you ever want to compose something for Panzerballet that was I think it was in 2014 back then uh, please do and and then I then it was time to approach him again and uh, in the meantime he became a film composer and oh, uh, wow. yeah and and um and uh, yeah he 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 wrote that track coconut which is um, quite crazy as well it's it's maybe the most uh genty track i would say it's like uh this gent metal it has a little bit of this vibe vibe to it but um still it sounds like Panzerballett. Yeah, you, uh, that, that reminds me of uh, the song Andy Lind uh, composed for Hart Genossen, the, the, your third yeah. album. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Weary Eyes, which I always thought was really, really genty. Uh, but Andy Lind is playing again on, on, on the song before Coconut. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yes, and it was like the album was already done, almost done. And um, then I met at a party where M Martin Meyerhofer celebrated his 50th birthday. And uh, I remember that I was not there because I was at the Proc Power Europe Festival. It oh, was in October, right? Yeah, exactly. L last October, yeah. And I went there and um, there I met Andy and I told him, oh, I got this album, you know, like with all these crazy drummers. And uh, he said, oh, Jan, I got something for you. I have another piece. Maybe you want to include that too and i said well yeah hand it over to me and <laughs> i thought wow that is kick ass so i included that one too yeah right. um yeah we already mentioned that marco miniman uh is drumming on planet z on two tracks if i see it correctly here and um yeah andy lind we also established on the first single that is um that was mind your head and it's like not even two minutes long but you have um that was morgan agren playing on there 
And then there's Virgil Donati. Um, we talked with Derek Schrenian, of course, about Virgil as well. And then there's Hannes Grossmann. And the last one is is one is a name I never heard before. And I think I saw it on the lineup for the tour as well. Um, Gergo Bolai. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about him because I think all the other um, guys are well known in the prog and jazz scene, fusion scene. Yeah, Gergo Bolai, uh, you will hear, I'm, I'm sure you will hear a lot about him in the future because he is um, he moved to LA five years ago I think and he established as a, a top-notch drummer uh, he's he's one of the top-notch fusion drummers who are in that LA scene uh, he, he became one of them so uh, and he, he um, I think he I got to I, I I saw some post from from him or with him uh, and he was playing with tribal tech which is one of my main influences and when I listened to his playing I thought well uh, this guy has the exactly that energy that I need in music that I that I want to play so it's uh, but he's also a jazz drummer but he has this raw rawness also like the metal the, the, punch. the brutality has <laughs> metal punch as well and and i think that's uh, it's you hear that rarely you you have either one or the other and there are just few except exceptions but i think the the, the way uh, he combines things or um his kind of versatility is is exceptional so um i remember that um his name and i got um, when I contacted Anton Davidians, the bass player, about um, about establishing a contact uh, to Virgil, he said, uh, "Well, you know what? You should also ask Gergo, <laughs> and uh, because he he's uh, doing stuff with Gergo too." And uh, I thought, "Wow, Gergo! Yes, that's that's exactly uh, something I want uh, to contact Gergo." And and he ended up playing on three uh, three of the tracks and. Um, also being in the live um in the live band so in the in the live lineup who who else is going to be in the live lineup it's um joe dobelhofer who you already know from yeah. before he, 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 he he's joined he's been playing uh the second guitar or the the it's other guitar for quite some years the now. lead guitar yeah the lead part it's it's a yeah he's he he joined in 2010 and oh my yeah, goodness yeah that long already i remember you guys still with with uh, martin meyer yeah. so so it was before 2010 actually as you yeah. as you said that that i started uh, seeing you guys often here in munich um yeah and with joe you also perfected this uh, stereo funk verzahnung you mentioned <laughs> earlier live exactly uh, yeah with joe and I, I i remember i remember at the backstage i think when you when you kind of when you explained it and then you, you you started like demonstrating it like in a clinic and then you played the song and it was like 10 times faster than in the demonstration and <laughs> the whole audience was just flabbergasted <laughs> i remember that yes and furthermore we have um from vienna we have saxophone player florian fennes he was recommended to me by a former um 
um, former Comolitone, what's that in English? Uh, a student mate or uh, uh, someone someone you studied with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and uh, many many musicians that I. Uh, I, I, because I studied in Austria, so I know many musicians there, and I get recommended musicians from Austria as well. And uh, well, and that's another Austrian incorporated uh, in the <laughs> band. So, um, so yeah, Florian Fenn is from from Vienna, uh, and he plays on on four of of the tracks actually. Um, and then we have um, Gerd Bölicke, who is. Uh, no, uh, no, he's in, yeah, he's in the live in the live. He plays in the live setup, and he's a good friend uh, of mine from back before, even before I I founded the band. Uh, we already uh, jammed together, and um, yeah, so he's he's at the current line in the current lineup for that tour. Yeah. So. Um yeah, I, I I guess once the album is out, the the credits here I have pulled them up on Prog Archives will will have to be adjusted because there's only like uh, it, it's the the old standard lineup uh, written here and then you know with you Joe Alex von Hake Heiko Jung and Sebastian Lanzer and then the uh, six drummers the the six additional drummers um, but. Yeah, the others like Florian Fennes, like you mentioned, he's credited on the YouTube video, but the credits didn't uh, find their way. The, the correct credits didn't find their way to the prog archives yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the lineup ch is changing. We went uh, because some might be confused, but but uh, now we uh, we had a constant lineup for eight years, and it turned out not to work. With a constant lineup, uh, I had to change to uh, changing lineups. So we're at that point now since two years, having a changing lineup yeah. for both for uh, for live tours as well as for the albums. Yeah, last time moment. last yeah. time I saw you was with that steady lineup still, but I can imagine it's it's uh, it just became impossible with those like Heiko Jung. He's like sought after session musician and pr super busy all the time probably yeah sure. as as is uh, sebastian and and i think alex von hack is also in the jazz scene doing very uh, a lot of different stuff um yeah very very everyone's very busy so <laughs> hard to get them all onto in, into one spot so yeah so um yeah you're um Approach your Panzerballet, uh, your uh, Jan Zierfeld uh, approach is very, very unique to music, I think. And um, I'm all I was always curious how did you come up with uh, like, yeah, taking these songs? Like, uh, for again, for people who, who never um listened to Panzerballet before, uh, they have been uh, putting their mark on different stuff like Rammstein's Mein Teil or the German uh, Eurovision Song Contest winning song Ein bisschen Frieden from all the uh, all those years back uh, all the way to the Simpsons and uh, Pink Panther um, but you also um, tackled jazz classics like Take Five or um, Giant Steps 
um but they uh always turned out very different and very weird and um yeah the the one album title breaking brain was kind of fitting for this kind of music and and also the title of the new single mind your head i was like yeah that's that fits with pencil bullet but so when when you um take um an existing song and uh you wanna um make it pencil bullet in in uh in german you say verkrassungen right uh, yeah. like it's a um you made up that word but it works pretty well <laughs> yeah um perfect yeah. so how do you approach um an existing song and um yeah and make make it a pantsomblet song basically yeah i have my tools like my compositional tools and arrangement tools and uh they're out of the same box uh like uh, the way i'm treating music is uh the same with my own originals and with the uh with the cover songs it's um in the first place you need you have uh you have the original you have either the melody is correct um very characteristic uh, melody or a rhythm and you the initial idea you, you is, comes from one of those things like melody or rhythm or both something that um offers me uh a way to fuck it up beautifully <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh changing like one little tiny little thing uh that makes it uh, fucks it up and um i'm also using uh as a tool i'm using the computer to m to make these idea um to work out the idea faster than i uh, then it would take me to write everything out on paper. So it's it's I have the computer to do that for me and um, take a tiny a, a melody which is in four four and I just uh, thought eh, at that at that spot I could like take out one sixteenth note. What would it sound like if I uh, uh, put it this together like uh, seven times? What what how how would that sound like? And I, I'm it's a trial and error thing. Um, and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But usually, it it takes me somewhere um, where it gets even weirder. So uh, it, it, the the first working out the first idea takes me somewhere where I think, wow, okay, now I have this thing. I could add more craziness to it, <laughs> <laughs> or um, I. Uh, well, it's uh, there are several things like this interlocking. The, the Fazanung uh, is something I like to use. I like to use polyrhythms, and um, I like to use. You like to use quintuplets. Uh, quintuplets, <laughs> septuplets. Uh, these are possibilities. Uh, in quintuplets, for instance, it's like you divide the beat into five even notes. So it's basically some ideas. I. I changing uh it is not erasing something but adding one note to it so like then you have uh, in the original you have 
four notes per beat and then you fuck it up by adding one note. That's another way to uh, to treat it. And it, of course it takes time to get used to these rhythms, but, um, and it takes years to get comfortable with them. But uh, in the end, um, you turn into someone who finds everything else boring. <laughs> yeah. I I can relate to that to to a certain degree. Um of course I'm not that uh uh head deep in 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 this music theory stuff like you. Um but listening to a lot of proggy stuff also tends to do that with your brain to a certain degree as i said um but yes sometimes i um you 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 guys lose me because it's just too much i can't i just can't like uh wrap my head around it what's going on um and i lose uh, um, something to add to it i lose i lost the ability to um how to say i lost the ability to uh, to see it the easy way <laughs> uh, and that's uh, that's maybe sometimes it's a problem uh, but i i tend to make it com more complex than it should be <laughs> and so i end up in this complex world world and um sometimes um it would be um would relate better to the normal people if i did it the easy way but i unlearned to do it like that so i'm now i'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the the rock star is not uh not, it's not gonna be uh uh anytime soon that <laughs> you guys become rock stars I yeah think. it's a it's it's a, a pity but uh well it was would be great to be but i think not with this kind of music but there's there's a, there there is people who um appreciate this kind of music and um you guys were supposed to play the Your Blast cons uh festival again after a couple of years you played there before but you were supposed to play again this year um in about 2 2 weeks maybe but as we all know uh festivals this year are just not happening but for now, you're reconfirmed for next year already. Um, so um, that's something to look forward to. And hopefully um, it will go forward. And as I said, as we already said, there's going to be eight live dates this October um, in Germany and Switzerland. And I can I can confirm for firsthand um what what I wanted to, uh, also to say about uh, seeing Pansible live and seeing them live so many times, you maybe you would think it get bo gets boring after a while. But the cool thing about your music is there's uh, like the jazz element is so strong that um, of course you will have uh, improvisation uh, uh, jams over over the like you know the solo section. Um, and extend them and, and and shorten them. So that's that's something very common in jazz, and uh, that uh, makes every principle live experience unique. Of course, um, as opposed to most of the normal prog 
bands who have their like strict um compositions or songs um with with their verses and choruses and most of the most of the uh live shows are the same if they they keep the same set list not like leprous who used to have like 33 songs in rotation for one tour and play 15 different ones every every night but that's definitely definitely one thing um that's so cool about pensable live because you guys have this strong jazz uh uh part in 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 your music um and that is also something i wanted to ask you is uh how how does it feel uh, different between like cl playing a jazz club and playing a metal audience uh what what what's what's the difference for you how do you feel a different reaction or a different vibe in the club <laughs> uh, yeah the jazz club is mostly people are sitting and that's uh, it has a different energy if they're sitting um and it's also the the, the way you you play is well it's it's not that different because um since we play with in-ear monitoring we have actually it's the same sound in our ears um as on the same what we had on in on at the wacken festival the same sound we have in the unterfahrt in in munich it's it doesn't feel so different from uh what you hear but but what you feel is of course different um because it's it's it has both thing both worlds like the the rock venues and the, uh, the jazz venues they have their own um good thing <laughs> but uh, uh the, the um advantages yeah, the, yeah. The, both their advantages i think that what i like about the jazz venues is uh that i get to w without being interrupted i get to do some announcements and to uh because i like doing announcements and to because y if you don't have vocals just instrumental music then um i think it's the sh the whole evening is, would lack something without someone saying saying something to the interacting with the with the audience yeah. without without words and i think that's our the pansabalet way to interact is are my announcements and i like <laughs> yeah. to do so, to tell some fun fun story or improvise something or invent something new or um yeah and it's fun um and it's only it, it's the best the best uh, announcements happen in these jazz clubs i don't know why but uh, maybe because uh, in in the in the rock venues they they want energy like stop stop talking play music <laughs> uh, it's that's that's cool too but um uh the rock venues of course are have more are bigger usually and it's you have more space on 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 the stage and it's um you feel like you have um it's 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 more power like physical power in the in the room you hear of course you have stronger stronger pa you have a, a more decibel usually <laughs> in the rock clubs which yeah. is uh 
you can feel that and or you have a subwoofer uh, on the underneath the, the, underneath stage. the stage which yeah. I lo- like uh, some of the band members don't like it but I, I love it uh, if you have a subwoofer um, you feel it you feel the vibrations <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah um, so there's an advantage to both situations and I think it's the, the thing is uh, to have uh, the, the, the interesting thing is uh, or the, the thrilling thing is to have them both not to restrict oneself just to jazz or mm-hmm. rock when you I think that's the the fun thing to have changing situations yeah very cool and um, I just uh, thought about the the upcoming tour uh, which are um, um, probably mostly uh, rock venues and well at least in in munich it's the rock venue is the backstage and um do you know if they're gonna be seated because i've been to the backstage uh in august and september now three times and it was always a seated social distanced concert experience um so maybe probably yeah i, I would guess that that it's gonna be a rock venue and probably also a rock audience but it's gonna be seated so maybe it's gonna be a mix of the of the vibes <laughs> yeah that's i never thought it that way but yes actually yeah. that that will be interesting i'm looking forward to that actually to that munich show uh me, I, uh, me too because i said i think I've, uh, i haven't seen you guys uh for five years at least or oh, okay yeah. yeah and the backstage werk is uh, maybe uh, it's a venue that we wouldn't play in without corona probably yeah. uh we, we we would go we would play in the club or in the halle in the hall but not in, yeah. the, in the in the big, big hall yeah. so um i'm looking forward to to that yeah definitely me, me too i'm i'm looking forward to both uh listening to the album when it drops this friday and this episode will drop at this friday as well and then uh we're gonna see each other again in october on the 9th of october here in the backstage exactly uh thank you for stopping by in our studio it was great to have uh, uh after like my last uh person like person personal interview with with someone in the same room was on um uh the 11th of march at the backstage venue with um drama morgan berte from uh Mirath and uh and kadinja um so and i had so many interviews these last months all were over skype and stuff so it's uh, cool oh, to to nice. have uh have someone reacting and and seeing one's uh, the face of your interview partner. That's really cool. And and also to to reconnect after so many years and see you again. Uh, thank you, Jan, for being on the show. All the best with the with the release of the album Planet Z out through Gentle Art of Music. Um, thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones and listen to great jazz metal. Yeah. Progcast is a production of Stuas Media and is presented by the Prog Space. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stango Lewis, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not an Elephant.